Today, let's talk about the Tetragrammaton. So what about Tetris are you talking about? You know, I've read that word a lot more than I've said it out loud. I hope I said it right. <laughs> I wish you would have said it a little quieter. <laughs> I'm Jamin. I'm Casey. And I'm Def. <laughs> and today we're talking about the Tetragrammaton. If that is, in fact, how you say that word out Definitely not that pronunciation. When you read a lot of, like... Uh, I, I mostly these days when it comes to books, I just like reading what scholars have to say because it goes a lot deeper. And when you do that, two things happen. Either you read these words and you never know how to say them out loud because you read them. Or two, Siri read them to you and, and she doesn't know how to how <laughs> pronounce it correct. And you say it later, so I was like, what? <laughs> this actually happened to me today. Go on. Okay. So, in Animal Crossing, there's a villager. Never mind. <laughs> no, there's a villager whose name this whole time I thought was Wolfgang, okay? Because he's a wolf and his name is pronounced or spelled Wolfgang. But apparently, that is, I think Alex said it's a German name and it's pronounced. Oh no, I'm gonna butcher the pronunciation. Uh, Wolfgang? Well, I mean, like, what is it? Amadeus? Is that Wolfgang? Yeah. Wolfgang Amadeus Mozart. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's I also didn't know that Wolfgang? was... It's not pronounced Wolfgang. It has, like... Well, this... Well, you need to figure out how to pronounce it because I'm going to butcher it. Well, this just is taking us down another rabbit trail. All right, one quick look at how to say Wolfgang. Wolfgang. Wolf... Wolfgang? It, like, Wolfgang. with a V. Wolfen. Wolf. Wolf. Um. <laughs> well, the more you know, we're not sure we even Tell us you. in the comments <laughs> how it's pronounced. <laughs> not sure we taught you anything there. Maybe you're teaching us instead. Uh, but we'll teach you a little bit about the Tetragrammaton. Um, so, Revelation 1 4, <laughs> which is the third time we've been in this verse on an episode. Uh, there is a there's a famous famous phrase for God in Revelation. It's in many songs. And take a stab at it. It's kind of it's almost more like a phrase or a title. I am. That's in there, yeah. But I am what? I am he. <laughs> <laughs> Who? <laughs> I am he. I think is also in there. Yes. <laughs> there's uh, there's just a lot of different titles and phrases for God. It's true, but this one's a big one in Revelation. Him who is and who was and, and is who, to come. Like okay. Yeah. The whole gamut phrase right there. Is that yeah. what you were trying to hum? Yeah. I don't think you were anywhere. Revelation near it. song. Mm -hmm. Holy, holy, holy. Okay. I started with the verse, though. So. Oh, okay. Was and is and is to come. All right. So, anyways, that because I because the Christmas theme, I thought you were starting to see like Christmas, Christmas, nope. Christmas. Nope. time nope. of Stop year, so, time him, for joy, him who was time and is for cheer, and is to come. Uh, likewise, I think 
occasionally Satan in uh, Revelation is referred to as, I want to say, actually, I'm going to make sure that I say it right. Uh, yeah, uh, Satan, the beast, it was and is not and is to come. So, like, you have God who is and is, God who was and is and is to come, and then Satan who was and is not and is to come. So, like, there's this, there's this, like, real, like, God is real, right? And Satan is, like, nothing in comparison. It doesn't even... Wait, why was it was and is not, but yet is still to come? Well, it's a play on the same word. It's just, like, ripping Satan a new one, though, right? But it's only ripping, like, one-third of the timeline possibilities. Well, let's talk so it's about... like, he still was, and he still is to come, but, like, he just isn't currently. Well, I think it... it... I, I didn't read too much into this particular phrase, but, like, you have Satan who did exist and who, like, the beast will rise up. It is to come. But ultimately, Satan is not. And ultimately, he will be destroyed and he will not last forever. Whereas God, on the other hand, there's a full, like, timelessness to his statement, right? Right. He was, he is present, and he is to come. But also, he is, like... Existing, he always will be. Whereas Satan is like, no, he's got an end. So, and he's also not worth it. But wait, if he has, if he has an end, mm. why is he also still to come, as be well? Because it, it, within the chronology of of Revelation, he rises up at the end to try to fight and then loses. Right, but that's just. John is intentionally. So weird. You, John breaks grammar rules all the time. Okay, it's just throughout Revelation, he breaks grammar rules all the time. But for what purpose? Well, to be fair, he was talking in a different language, so their grammar also, rules might have just been different. Than no, ours. in Greek, they still call attention like John. What the heck were you? Doing? <laughs> okay, uh, well, I tried. But, but why? Why? Why is there's this weird phrase that Satan was and is not and is to come? Because he's intentionally trying to communicate theology based off there's the one true God and then there's this false God. This little G God of Satan who may have the world but now Jesus has the keys of, of death and Hades and Satan loses and is thrown into a lake of fire to be destroyed. So like, there's this whole, it's a, it's a downgrading of, of Satan who thinks that he is the best. Who wishes that he was God. That's his whole story. Is that he tried to usurp the throne of God. Is what Isaiah points to. But failed. Makes sense. It's just <laughs> the. Uh, what you just said there at the end. Just seemed like it was a. I don't know. I'm almost thinking it was like a diss fight. Like, so, like John's like trying to diss the devil. Like oh you might have been. And yeah you're supposed to come. But you're not now. What, what? Yeah, I mean, it is a dislike. Right. <laughs> so I was just... In my mind, That's that was the way to make it click in current culture. Yeah. Well, but with God, it's, it's a different story. He was, is, and is to come. And that's all gamuts of time, right? Like, that's the fullness. You know, a lot of people are like, God's outside of time. Others are like, uh, God is within time, you know, when they're fighting about God and time and all that. I think a proper statement on Revelation is God is time. Like, nothing exists outside of, of God, including time itself. He's the very beginning of everything. 
he is and he's the like the end of it like nothing exists beyond him it is all god so what would make the tardis then if god is time it's not nerd church right now stay focused <laughs> as much as i love doctor who <laughs> Doctor Who does not coincide with theology. In fact, there's no way to marry the two. At least not as often as you try. I know. <laughs> it's, it's for comedic effect, all right? All right. Well, there's other phrases that sound like was and is and is to come throughout Revelation, right? Alpha and Omega, which is A to Z, right? He's the beginning and the end. And these phrases sometimes all go together. He's the beginning and the end. He's the Alpha and Omega. He's the one who was and is and is to come. Like, all these are phrases to represent God. But it's also the Tetragrammaton. <laughs> you keep using that word. I don't think it means what you think it means. <laughs> the Tetragrammaton is a Greek word that was used for uh, YHWH. Mm. So, the name Yahweh. Uh, so, when... When the Greeks, when like in the Greek language, when you look back at the time when God gave is his name. Is that really how Yahweh is spelled? Y H W H. Yeah. Yeah, because Hebrew has no vowels. Right. And well, oh, okay, okay. But okay. also, they're not supposed to say the name out loud, so they, they do it in that as a way to like say, don't say the name, but this is the name. Yeah. The way that we write it down in our Bibles <laughs> is if you ever see small caps Lord, what that actually is is the word Yahweh. So the word Yahweh is used all the time throughout the Bible. But we use Lord in English because the Hebrews used to use uh, their own Hebrew word for that, Adonai, right? So uh, we've continued that tradition even into today because it's such a sacred word. Except that, we've already said it at least three times. In fact, I think it's it was so sacred that people fight about how you actually pronounce it because no one ever said it out loud. So, see, is it weird that like whenever I think of that word, I think of the Numa video? From Numa Numa A. Not that Numa 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 A. <laughs> no, the is what he's Rob Bell. Yeah. Numa, yeah. I don't know what video you're referring to, but sure. The, the breathing video. Oh, yeah, I have okay. no idea what you're talking about. Because like, well, in the video, spoiler alert, been like 20 years. It's fine. Uh, basically, he has it to where even the breath was saying the word oh, yeah. of God. Yeah. Right. Kind of a breathing sound. Yeah. Um, but. Uh, Yahweh, if you remember when the angel of the Lord inside of the burning bush tells Moses, his name is Yahweh, when Moses is like, what's your name? Yahweh is the name. Uh, that name right there had like a meaning to Moses, which scholars fight about to this day. <laughs> but the way that we've traditionally understood it is, I am who I am, right? So when God gives his name to Moses, like, I am who I am. <laughs> Which sounds like such a... I don't know. Sounds like a troll. It really sounds like a troll. <laughs> Your name is... I, I just damn. I am who I am, right? But that's like a, a, a... That's the name that John's working off of here. Doesn't it almost feel like there's this, like, uh, timelessness to that? Like, I am who I am. I at least, am... At least it wasn't, I go by many names. I mean, God does, but... <laughs> you don't get my reference, do you? Yeah, I know what you're doing, but... Okay. Uh, but but for, for him in this spot, 
I am who I am. This is like the ultimate sacred name of, of all the names that come up for God in the Bible. So one that they're going to like know him by as like the official name of who God is. Um, so when he says that, you know, that's a puzzling phrase. Like, what does that mean? Like, I've had people say that to me uh, when I like called him out on something. Like, Dude, why would you do that? I am who I am. You know, like they... they they just react in a way where I'm like, well, that doesn't help me understand why you did that, you know? Um, uh, but this is what God gives. And I think there's this feeling here, you can feel it though, of this like timelessness. Like, I am. I think therefore I am, right? That's I a was going to say that, but I didn't want to mention it yet. But what does that mean to us when we use that phrase? I think therefore I am means I'm a person. I'm, I'm alive. I'm alive. I'm a consciousness. But for... For God, we're speaking like, you know, it's much bigger than, than that. So, Livia, you haven't spoken in a while. Thoughts? Sorry, I got distracted by the blonde patch. Stop looking at my hair. It looked fine until you drew attention to it. He just went back to the early 2000s and wanted to copy their hairstyle again. Jamin's starting a boy band. My wife did this. She said, let me change your hair. You need to take it up with her, you jerks. Okay, so... There's also uh, in the Listen, I like it. It's fine. In the Greek translation of the Bible that John would have read, and Jesus read, people back then would have read, the translation of "I am who I am" in the Greek translation was "I am the one who is," <laughs> which we can add on to that, right? I am the one who is, and who was, and, and who is be. to come, right? <laughs> so it makes even more sense that John is working off the tetragrammaton. As working off the name Yahweh when he's using this phrase. But we've seen, we've talked about this before, John throwing a bunch of scriptures in a blender, mm -hmm. turning it on, and then you're left with an end result. So think of God as, I am who I am. I am the, the one who is. But then add these verses into it. Isaiah 41, 4. Uh, who has performed and done this, calling the generations from the beginning? I, the Lord, the first, and with the last, I am he. So you see Isaiah working off an I am statement, but now he's added timelessness into it. Like, God's the first and the last. Is it weird that, that when you were reading that last little bit, it reminded me of Game of Thrones, of like, the Targaryen title that Daenerys... I haven't watched Game of Thrones, have Neither you? Neither have I. Okay. No. Well, at least you guys would understand... It I'm reminded me of that. You <laughs> well, just like Daenerys, when when she ends up like by the end of the show, she has like a wait giant... spoilers. She survives. It's been long enough out. You're fine. But like she ends up doing so many accomplishments that she has such a long name that it it legit takes four minutes to fully read. Oh, it just keeps getting longer. It's just. You know, breaker of chains, mother of dragons, blah, 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 like all of her accomplishments are a part of her name. Well, yeah, I mean, you could kind of feel like John's doing that because he's pulling from more Isaiah scriptures. Isaiah 43, 10. You are my witnesses, declares the Lord, and my servants whom I have chosen that you may know and believe me and understand that I am he, as Casey once said earlier, before me, no God was formed, nor shall there be any after me. 
Now we've talked about the little g gods before. You know, these are these are entities that God has created, but none of them are like higher than him and none of them are before him or after him. So God's still like that that's actually a that feels like a a call to judgment at the end of all things. It's like none were before me. I'm the creator God. I'm the real God. I'm I'm Yahweh, right? But also there will be none after me. It's not like I'm going to die and some of the other little g-gods are going to live on. Not even that. Psalm 82 and Revelation and Jesus and Matthew all point towards Satan and all of his angels being thrown into the lake of fire to be done away with entirely. So like that even more so with God saying there will be none after me. Uh, the idea is like all of time is is within God. There's nothing before or after. It's just him, right? Uh, Isaiah 44, 6, I am the first and I am the last. Besides me, there is no God. Isaiah 48, 12, I am he, I am the first and I am the last. So many I am's and so many firsts and lasts, right? So if Isaiah looks at the name Yahweh, looks at this I am statement and keeps seeing timelessness, it's all the more reason when John is saying, who is God? Well, he's pulling all these passages together, throwing them in the blender. He is the one who was, he is the one who is, and he is the one who is to come. So you get all that in there. It's probably also a jab at uh, Greek mythology because um, Zeus, Zeus had the kind of catchphrase, Zeus was, Zeus is, Zeus shall be. So like, there's also this dethroning of Zeus or like, you know, through your gods, basically, because that that's what the that's what the prophets always do. Like that's not just John; that's the Old Testament. Uh, who used to ride the clouds? You know what God used to do that in the Old Testament? Apollo. Maybe in Greek times. In Old Testament, it was Baal. Guess who rides the clouds in Hebrew literature? Son of the man, <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> so it's like screw you, Baal. You know, like here comes Jesus riding the clouds. So. The prophets all the time throughout scriptures like to downgrade the other gods and just turn them into nothing and then exalt God. He is the God of gods, the Lord of lords, king of kings. None of these other gods are nothing compared to him. They shall not last. There is none before him. There is none after him. Right? So uh, John could also be making that like statement against Zeus, against Aeon, Aeon, Aeon. Anyone read that? A-I-O-N, the god of time. Eon probably is what it would be, right? Nope. Don't uh, yeah. So there's these statements that are like jabs at, at Greek mythology. But then there's one other thing in the Tetragrammaton that I think is important here. Jesus at one point himself, actually just 13 verses later, says, I am the first and the last. I am <laughs> the first and the last. Now that, <laughs> that's, a, that's a huge statement for John, you know? Like, I, there are still people today who try to turn Jesus into, he was just a prophet, or he was a good man, or he was just a sage, you know, something like that. Uh, and still try to like, but, you know, he was a good guy and I'm a Christian. It's like, no, like, this is John right here in these early centuries <laughs> being like, 
Jesus is God. <laughs> He's this happens all the time throughout Revelation where you can't tell, hold up, you're talking about Jesus or you're talking about God? And the answer is yes. yes. Exactly. And this is one of those cases. <laughs> Hang on, I thought God the Father on the throne is the one who was and is and is to come. Yes. But also, Jesus, I am the first and the last. At the end of Revelation, Jesus says, Behold, I am coming soon, bringing my recompense with me to repay each for what he has done. I am the Alpha and Omega, the first and the last, the beginning and the end. Those are huge, huge statements. So whenever we're like, ah, oh, the Trinity, I don't know about that. It's like, how can you? This is, this is so over the top, right in your face, right here. And John does that all the time. They do it in the Gospels, too. There are I am statements in the Gospels that are hilarious because grammatically they don't fit. And that's why I like to laugh at them sometimes. It's because <laughs> because they they so badly want to fit Jesus saying I am, so that people would be like, oh, Jesus is Yahweh, but it doesn't always fit. So, uh, for example, <laughs> there's one time where Jesus comes up to the disciples and he says, "Take heart, it is I. Do not be afraid." It doesn't say it is I. What it says is, "Take heart, I am. Do not be afraid." <laughs> <laughs> that's the literal translation of what Matthew actually wrote down. So even my English Bible is like, I am. That doesn't make any sense. It is I, is what we'll put down. No, no, no. Matthew intentionally is like, here's Jesus. He's saying, I am. I am who I am. I am Yahweh, you know? So you have that right there. But um, John, in his gospel, goes so much further than everybody else when he's doing I am statements. First off, there's seven I am statements that John really hits home, like I am the bread of life, I am the open door, things like that. But there's one story where, there's two stories where he knocks it out of the park. One is with when people think that he talked to Abraham. You remember that story? Whoa, Jesus, you talked to Abraham? Yes, because before Abraham was, I am. <laughs> Again, the grammar doesn't fit. Like, what? But everybody at that point was ready to stone him, the Bible says. Mm. Why? Clearly, he just likened himself to Yahweh. And like, you can't, you, you blaspheme. You know, like they lose their minds. But the greatest story, and I can see, this is how I see it playing out on, in a movie, okay? Here's, here's what happens. Judas gets a bunch of soldiers. They're all coming to get Jesus. And they, they say, uh, specifically... <laughs> That uh, Jesus comes up to them and they know that he's come for him. He says, who do you seek? They answer, Jesus of Nazareth. And Jesus said to them, I am he. Uh, and at that moment, as soon as he says, I am he, it says, they drew back and fell to the ground. <laughs> like, what just happened? <laughs> but then, so, so here's what I mentioned. Who are you? Are you Jesus? I am he. <laughs> In movie form, can't you feel like the subwoofer shaking? The shock wave just yeah. emanating? Like a wind just like... And a magic force field of sorts just like knock people like backwards and then to their knees. Anime noises. You know, like they look up. <laughs> like John just like... Nails Wait, it. Is this live action or anime? Which one? Like, yes. It's live action anime. And then, <laughs> and then after this has happened, 
It's almost like they don't know what's happened. I imagine them like standing back up and walking forward. And then Jesus just like messes with their heads. <laughs> because as soon as, as soon as they're back in it, Jesus is just like, whom do you seek? As though like deja vu. Did that really just happen? Maybe that didn't happen. Did I just see the future for a minute where this did happen? What's, what's going on? Whom do you seek? And they said, Jesus of Nazareth. <laughs> and Jesus answered, I told you I am he. He told, it did happen. <laughs> it's just like, <laughs> so if you seek me, let these men go. So like there's this, it would be the most epic like gospel. I hope the chosen goes there. <laughs> you know, it's just like, because it I don't think it'll happen like that. I, that's only way I can envision it happening. <laughs> I don't think the anime noises will be there. <laughs> but isn't that like a crazy story? Like John, you know, in my opinion, the same John who wrote the gospel, who wrote Revelation, one of the reasons I have that opinion is because of all these I am statements that's like, oh, shocking that he does that in two different books he's written. Uh, but here you have... Would that be like his, his author's signature? Uh, he's, I think he's got a few signatures. Some people find it like, ah, oh, it's a different John because he writes differently in Revelation. I'm like, have you ever read someone who writes nonfiction and fiction? <laughs> like, it doesn't sound the same. Like, I, it's hard to tell if this is the same person. But here is John's ultimate Yahweh, like, gospel story. Jesus saying, I am, and just, like, crazy things happening. So, of course, it makes sense in Revelation where... There's this moment of who who is Jesus? Who is God? Well, they were who was, who is, and who is to come. They are Alpha, Omega, A to Z, beginning and end. All of time exists because he exists. Well, which he, God or Jesus? Yes. You know, like that's that's the fullness of the story. The the same pre-incarnate angel of the Lord of the Old Testament and now the post-resurrected Jesus. Just like the angel of the Lord and God get blurred together all the time in the Old Testament, so in the New Testament, now you have Jesus and God being blurred together because this is the same like theme that's always happened throughout scriptures. So anyways, Tetragrammaton, which just to me sounds like a transformer. <laughs> How many times Optimus you... Prime, let's go. I hear you, Tetragrammaton. <laughs> 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 Touche. <laughs> you can hear it, right? Yeah. Like, yeah, I can. This is Christian Transformers. I'm sure this will exist at some point. <laughs> All right. How many times did you say Tetragrammaton in this episode? Uh, 518. It was less than that. All right. But pretty close. Maybe 18. Any, any thoughts on um, this passage today before we let it go? Nope. The song... Any song that uses this phrase, like, it's pretty much like a home run for worship songs. I don't know why. If you use this phrase, it's just like, oh, yeah, that's good. And I think <laughs> <laughs> CCLI is all over this one. It's top, top ten, you know. Uh, but, like, I think some of that is even just the surrealness of, like, that, oh, man, everything that exists here in God. And then there's Satan, who is not, you know... <laughs> But apparently still will come. Because the beast was... Yeah, I know. The I beast know, had know. his head crushed and then he still shows up later. I like, still am not a fan of the will come. You're missing the chronology. We're not that far in Revelation yet. Give it some time, man. 
In the meantime, join our Discord. Talk to us. What did you think about the Tetragrammaton? Be sure to like, comment, and subscribe down below. <laughs> and see if you can beat me to first. But also, how many times did he say Tetragrammaton in one episode? Pull up the subtitles and count them because you've got that kind of time. having something go through my head that I was thinking was Tetra like like that and now I remember it's from Spongebob <laughs> when he's like you're a knucklehead McSpazitron which is not the same thing <laughs>